From the Chattahoochee Tech Studio, welcome to the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Today is Thursday, February 2nd, and it's Groundhog's Day. Are we in for six more weeks of winter or an early spring? Well, it's Groundhog Day again. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Credit Union of Georgia. A Kennesaw girl is celebrating being cancer-free. Crystal Henderson put on an electric performance as Cal Basketball retired her and her brother's numbers. And new markers are up to commemorate the Carter family's home in one of Marietta's historically black neighborhoods. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. You deserve better than your bank. Better service, better rates, better solutions. If you live or work in Cobb County, now is the perfect time to make the switch to Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. Since 1960, Credit Union of Georgia has been providing Northwest Georgia with financial solutions that make sense for your home, business, and family. As a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative, our members are our mission. Not only will you get the best loan rates, you'll get personalized customer service from people who understand your needs. Plus, Credit Union of Georgia provides real convenience with a network of more than 30,000 accessible ATMs and branch locations across the country. Of course, there's also five locations right here in Cobb County. Ready to see how much better your banking can be with Credit Union of Georgia? Become a member today or apply for a loan online by visiting cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. Charlotte Smith was joined by family and friends this month to celebrate being cancer-free after 27 months of treatment. Charlotte was diagnosed with cancer in October of 2020 when she was three. Her mother took her to the doctor after noticing she was tired, not eating much, and prone to bruising. So they took her to Scottish Rite Hospital where she was diagnosed with leukemia. Charlotte was treated at the Affleck Cancer and Blood Disorder Center. Over the next two years, she had multiple chemotherapy infusions, oral chemotherapy for a year and a half, seven blood transfusions, 18 lumbar punctures, and two surgeries. To celebrate being cancer-free, the Smiths threw a large party for their daughter, complete with a face painter and a DJ. During her treatment, Charlotte attended the Center for Early Education at Marietta First Baptist Church, where the Smiths are members. The teachers showed their support by wearing Charlotte's Army shirt. Now Charlotte is in kindergarten at Kennesaw Elementary. She has two younger siblings, Olivia, who is three, and Cooper, who is three months old. She likes arts and crafts and coloring and wants to be a nurse like her mother. Do it, Hank. Win it for the Longhorns. It was a big night for Kel guard Crystal Henderson. Her number 30, along with her brother Scoot Henderson's zero, was retired in a ceremony between the girls and boys basketball games against Chattahoochee on Tuesday. She was celebrated for reaching the 2,000-point plateau for her career, and she scored 25 points with 7 assists and 5 steals in the Longhorn 64-36 Region 6-5A victory. The only thing she didn't get was the ovation during a timeout as she left the court because she couldn't. Thanks to a short bench because of an illness that was running through the team, Kel only had six healthy players for most of the game, and it led to nearly every player playing all 32 minutes. The victory allowed the Longhorns to secure the number one seed for this month's region tournament, but it's something Coach Kendra Bailey didn't even want to think about yet because the Horns still have games to play in the regular season. (laughs) 
Between their near century of combined service to Marietta City Schools, Kenneth and Jeannie Carter left an indelible mark on the city's history. But the Carter family has a new memento of its contributions to Marietta as the Cole Street home of Kenneth Carter's parents was recently recognized as a historic home in one of the city's historically black neighborhoods. The home's marker was unveiled as part of an ongoing joint effort between Cobb Landmarks and the Marietta History Center. The program looks to memorialize the most storied homes of the city's black families in the Baptist Town, Louisville, and Fort Hill neighborhoods, among others. The 1909 Carter House is a worthy member for inclusion. Originally built by Taylor Woods, a black resident, the house was purchased by Sarah Young and Oscar Carter in 1944. Oscar Carter worked at Marietta's Bell Bomber plant as a custodian during World War II and later for the city government, while his wife served as head of the Lemon Street PTA and worked as a washerwoman, maid, and a nurse in the offices of Marietta physician Dr. Remmer Clark. The couple raised four children in their home, which today is the last private house on the block of Cole Street between Lawrence and Lemon Streets. While the Marietta Housing Authority bought the properties to the south and Cole Street Missionary Baptist bought the properties to the north, the Carter family held on to their home. Among their children was Kenneth Coach Carter, who purchased the home when his mother died in the 1990s. Coach Carter, who died in 2019, spent nearly half a century as an educator and coach in Marietta City Schools. Residents interested in nominating a site for consideration as a landmark can contact Cobb Landmarks or the Marietta History Center. Two people were shot and injured in South Cobb Tuesday morning. According to police, officers were dispatched around 5.30 a.m. to a home on Main Street Drive off Hurt Road. Antoine McCain of Marietta stated that he shot Ricky Robinson of Marietta. Both men were suffering from apparent gunshot wounds. Police and firefighters responded and treated the men who were both taken to a local hospital. The incident remains an active and open investigation. Engineered Solutions is your locally owned and operated commercial and residential foundation company that specializes in foundation repair, basement waterproofing, and crawl space encapsulation. I'm consumer investigator Dale Cardwell. I've done the research already, so you don't have to. In Georgia, the weather never ceases to do unpredictable things. Peace of mind should be top of mind where it comes to your heating and cooling system. Daco Systems has three generations of experience with HVAC excellence they've shared with Cobb County and the greater metro Atlanta area. Daco Systems has been family owned and operated since they started out, and Dean Yarrington has built their business into what it is today through policies of honesty, responsiveness, and attention to the needs of customers. The Daco Systems team is equipped with the knowledge, tools, products, and over four decades of experience that help them get each job done right the first time, and they back that up with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Along with exceptional service, Daco Systems provides free estimates on new heating and AC installations, and you can reach them after hours when you have an HVAC emergency. Get peace of mind. Call Daco Systems today at 770-209-2261 or visit them online at dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, a premier train comfort specialist. Four Vinings homeowners are suing a medical equipment sterilization plant for loss of value to their properties and loss of enjoyment. Here's community reporter Matt Golden with more. An Atlanta-area law firm has filed four new lawsuits against Sturgenics over the impact of the company's Smyrna plant on surrounding property values. 
the firm indicated that hundreds of more lawsuits are on their way. Filed in Cobb State Court this month, the suit alleges the medical sterilization plant's emissions of ethylene oxide, a known carcinogen, hurt the values of four homes within 0.7 and 2.7 miles of the plant. The new litigation adds to a lengthy list of homeowners, residents, and workers who have sued Sterigenics since 2019 when WebMD and the Georgia Health News reported the Environmental Protection Agency had identified two census tracts near the plant with elevated health risks due to airborne toxins. The plant was shuttered for a time, but has operated again since the onset of the pandemic amid a nationwide shortage of medical equipment. Some of the lawsuits relate to alleged health issues related to exposure to ethylene oxide, which the plant uses to sterilize medical equipment. Then in 2020, Andrew and Bridget Kurt, members of the Stop Sterigenics Georgia activist group, sued alleging their property values declined because of their home's proximity to the plant. The lawsuit came after the Cobb Board of Tax Assessors voted to devalue 10% some 5,000 homes within a two-mile radius of the plant. The Kurtz are represented by Eric J. Hertz PC Law Firm, which is the same firm that filed the new lawsuits last week. The four Vinings filers are Dana and Ross Henderson, Holly and Gary Campbell, Rhonda and Neil Crawford, and Catherine Measel. Hertz and fellow attorney Jeff Gerwitz said two of the four homeowners were among those whose houses were devalued by the Board of Assessors, but the allegations also relate to a decline in appraisals independent of the board's decision. The firm is also seeking punitive damages and damages for loss of enjoyment of the homes. For comparable litigation, the attorneys pointed to the case of Susan Camuda, an Illinois woman who last year obtained $363 million in a verdict for damages related to ethylene oxide exposure near the company's plant in suburban Chicago. Following that case, Sterigenics in January settled for $408 million, with as many as 870 people who had pending cases related to that plant. Filed in the Cobb State Court, the lawsuit also named Sotera Health, Sterigenics' parent company, and Prologis, the plant's landlord, as liable. For more on the story, please go to mdjonline.com. For the Marietta Daily Journal podcast, I'm Matt Golden. University officials, alumni, and students gathered Monday for the unveiling of Kennesaw State University's renovated engineering lab building, a $5 million project. The 35,000-square-foot facility, known colloquially as the G Building, was built in 1962, according to KSU President Kathy Kat Schweig, the same year as she was, Schweig joked, and last renovated in 1984. Schweig spoke of the importance of students having a space for hands-on, collaborative work in the sciences. The building is part of the school's Southern Polytechnic College of Engineering and Engineering Technology and is home to a variety of opportunities for students, including different labs such as for 3D printing and senior projects, a peer-to-peer tutoring program, and academic advisors. You never know who you'll meet at Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble plans to open a new store in the Avenue's East Cobb this summer. The bookseller confirmed that it will open a 15,000-square-foot store using part of the former Bed Bath & Beyond space at the popular shopping center off Roswell Road. The stores will have a different feel to the bookstore chain's other locations. Barnes & Noble's new approach also lets local stores stock a hand-curated selection of books tailored to its specific community. 
The store will feature modern fixtures and furniture, an updated paint scheme, cozy book rooms, and an in-store cafe. It'll also sell gifts, vinyl records, toys, games, and puzzles. The East Cobb store is one of 30 that Barnes & Noble plans to open this year using that new model. The company did not provide a specific opening date. Are you struggling to find the right home in these tough markets? Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake of Drake Realty, with seven offices across Metro Atlanta and two right here in Cobb County. The real estate market in Cobb County can be competitive. That's why you need a team on your side. My team of over 700 agents is one of the biggest in the county, and we have been turning dreams into realities for 28 years now. Next time you decide to buy or sell in Cobb, trust the team that knows the lay of the land. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. You can find us on TikTok at MDJ Podcast, add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or Google Home Briefing, and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved. <laughs>